Hey everyone, welcome once again to Podcast in Death, the weekly podcast where we discuss the in-death series of books by J.D. Robb. I am AJ. I'm Jen. And I'm Michelle. Yeah, here with us today is <laughs> Michelle uh, Kenyon, who has been on the show before. And um, uh, it, I think it was back in June, May or June, uh, you contacted us because... Uh, Nora's latest book had come out at that time, Identity, and you had just read it. And uh, you said if you guys were planning on uh, reviewing Identity at any time on the show, let me know, and I would like to be a part of that conversation. So um, this week we, we're not right. going to have Tara, and typically what Jen and I will do when Nora's just released a book, and Tara's not going to be with us, we'll just talk about that book, because Tara doesn't necessarily read all of the Nora Roberts books like we do. Necessarily? Well, she doesn't ever. She does not. I'm just trying to be, you know, kind. She, you tried to you be know, nice. And I she know. did say that she wanted to read this one, but then, you know, life happened, so she never got around yes. to it. Um, she she is one busy girl. She Oh my yes, gosh, her, her schedule is crazy. I don't know how she does it, honestly. It's insane. I just don't. Impressive. I don't. Um, like, it would, it would kill me to do all the stuff that she does. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I'm a pretty active person in general, and so I just I don't get it. Yeah, like child, calm down. She yeah, do it. yeah. I think, but you know, I think some people just thrive on that, and they need it. Yeah, and she's, maybe yes. she's one of she those is people. absolutely one of those people. She needs she is you know a full yeah. calendar all the time. She'll complain about it. Yeah, that's a whole different ball game. I, I, I get complaining about it. <laughs> yeah, no, she'll complain about it, but she loves it. Right, right. Um. Okay, so um, identity. Uh, yeah. Do you have? So I don't know how we're, we want to do this. Do we want to uh, talk about just uh, quickly what the um, what the book is about? Yeah, sure. Um, so in this particular one, um, we're talking about the the main character is um morgan albright and um she's a woman who grew up in a military family moved around a lot um never had put down roots ever uh now she's grown and she's decided to put down roots of her own in uh, in baltimore maryland uh she's got she's working two jobs she's got a house um she has uh roommate nina ramos um and so she's starting to build a life for herself in baltimore um one of the jobs she has is bartending uh and um in that job uh she meets a guy named luke hudson it's a uh customer that comes in to the bar at one point and they start talking and he said he's out of he's in town for business and he's going to be there for a while and uh he comes in several times to the bar and uh they talk and they start to get to know each other and he eventually asks her out uh they start they date i think once and then once or twice and then um she invites him over to her house for dinner. I think that's how it goes. Yeah. Um, I think they went out for pizza. Right, right. Yeah. And I don't know yeah. about a second date, but there was definitely a pizza date. Right. Yeah. So um, she invites him for dinner. She's going to have Nina and Nina's boyfriend are going to be there for dinner. So it's going to be like a foursome. Um, and um, at a certain point, uh, in during the evening, Luke says, "Can I can I go wash up?" And she says, "Sure." And um, takes longer than normal. He comes back, tells her, "Oh, I had to take a call or whatever." Um. So uh, next day, Nina comes home from work and she's sick. She's gonna go to bed early. Then the day after that, uh, Morgan wakes up. Nina's not in the house. She figures Nina must have gone to work. So she goes to work herself. Um, and Nina did go to work, but she came home early because she was still sick. Her boss sent her home early. When she goes to the house, she sees Luke there. 
and is like, what, what are you doing here? And he makes some excuse about, oh, Morgan said I could use her computer, blah, blah, or something. Something alerts her to the fact that this is not right. So she decides to get out quick and she goes to run and, and Luke um, attacks her and kills her, we find out later. Um, when Morgan comes home, she sees the house has been broken into and Nina's on the floor and she calls emergency services and the police and ends up that um, Nina's dead. Several days later, Morgan is still, is, you know, dealing with the grief over the break-in and over uh, Nina being attacked. And she can't really understand like who would have done this, et cetera, et cetera. And a couple of FBI agents come to the house and they show her a, a photo of a guy that they've been looking for. And she recognizes it as Luke Hudson. Um, and they tell her his real name is Gavin Roswell and that he's not only a killer, but an identity thief. Wasn't he some singer at some point? Isn't there like a singer so, uh, that was married to Gwen Stefani at some point? Gavin Rosdell was That's his name. That's it. Yeah. Sorry. Well, maybe <laughs> that's where she got totally the name. Totally off topic. Yeah, he's a lead singer of Coldplay. Uh, maybe that's where she got the name. Maybe. maybe. Yeah, I don't know. Um. So, yeah, so they tell her that uh, they've been looking for Gavin Roswell for a long time. He's uh, he's a killer and an identity thief that he goes after. Uh, women specifically like Morgan, who is physically his type, but also who has a kind of an androgynous name so that he can assume that identity. Essentially what happens is he just wipes her out. He empties all of her bank accounts. He takes out a bunch of loans in her name and essentially financially ruins her. So she gets to the point where she can no longer live in Maryland. The only way out she sees is to sell the house and go back to where her mother and grandmother now live, which is in Vermont. So that's kind of the setup of the whole story. And I don't want to say too much, too much more about what happens from that point on, because, you know, I do want to leave a little bit for everybody to, um, if anybody's out there who hasn't read this book, I don't want to spoil it for them. So, but that's the, that's the, um, the setup for the story. And Morgan met this guy and he duped her and, stole her identity yeah which yeah which i thought you know if you read the synopsis of the story you're like okay because i tried so hard not to get attached to some of the characters in the beginning because i knew what was going to happen and i was like i love nina yeah i, I know Sam. she okay, seems i love all these characters such, yeah and i also loved um when where the sort of after it happened when like her boss came Mm-hmm. And uh, and sat with her. That was also just so sweet and endearing. It's lovely. Just like these are great people. Right. Yeah. And and yeah. you feel bad yeah, absolutely for Morgan, especially the way Nora set it up of her being in a military family and having moved around all of her life. Her parents divorced, so she doesn't have stability there either. Her father isn't in her life anymore. And all she wants is is to find a home and, and, and put down roots. And, and she wants to own her own business. That's what she was working toward. She was saving all this money to possibly open her own bar. And, uh, you know, it was all just taken away from her. I mean, yeah. we were saying, we talked, Jen and I talked about it a little bit yesterday, but that, um, you know, a lot of Nora's crimes that she puts into her uh, suspense novels are really horrific. Uh, they're, mm-hmm. you know, they all deal with murder and stuff. And some of them are pretty gruesome. But of yeah. all of those, um, this one, even though he killed Nina, but the identity theft thing was actually more frightening for me than any of those yeah. other crimes that we've had before. Yeah, right. I felt the exact same way. Because yeah. I, I hadn't actually really... 
Um, I mean, I, I I don't actually know anybody who's had to deal with uh, identity theft, thank God. But I also like when I read about it in the news or or whatever, I um, I hadn't really thought of all the implications and the kind of long running effects, and also how easy in today's world it would be to do that. Uh-huh. Um, and, and also how, because of also how everything's digital now, how far reaching all that is. Um, and I'd never, I, I, it hadn't, I hadn't really like properly thought it through And this book, like really kind of brought that home. And I was like, yeah, it's definitely something that could happen to all of us. Whereas murder, not to say that murder can't happen to all of us, but Mm -hmm. it's less likely, let's face it. Yeah. Yeah, the the where this seems really likely, right? And and yeah. maybe that's what makes it seem more frightening. Yeah, yeah, for yeah. sure. And you know, not only did yeah. he empty out her bank account and you know got credit cards in her name and and ran those up and everything, he had uh, gotten a loan from a loan shark. So at a certain point, she gets visited by a couple of the um, enforcers from this loan shark. Yeah, saying, but I mean, thank God he he reacted that way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because that could have gone yeah. all kinds of wrong. Right. Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, thank God he was a decent guy at the at the end of it because I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Me too. And then yeah, and then then he shows up and he's like, hey, you're good. Yeah, like, and and, and yeah. give her a hundred dollars. I was like, yeah, that's that's yeah. yeah okay, he's, he's a loan shark, but he's yeah, decent. He's <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. New tires as well. Yeah. A lone shark with a heart yeah. of gold. Because his there guys had go. slashed yeah. her tires and then <laughs> before they went to him with her story and and he ends up in her bar and he basically said, No, we're good. You know, I, yeah. I believe you and I'm not after you, I'm after him and, and we're good. So yeah, yeah, exactly. A lone shark with a heart of gold, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um Kind of reminds me a little bit of the um, I've forgotten his name now, but the I know he's not a lone shark, but the the mobster in one of the later in death books that uh, Jen is so enamored yeah, by, yeah, yeah, because uh, he also seemed like that's it. Uh, he also seemed like he would be decent in a, in like this kind of situation, right? Similarly, if, if you know what I mean, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so she ends up in Vermont. She's living with her mom and her grandma. And they have started a business. They they are they they already had a like uh, what is it, a an antique shop? Well no, it's a it's an arts and crafts okay. shop. Yeah. And yeah, you're right. And then yeah. they decided to also take the the uh, the office next door and make a coffee shop. So they're gonna do both or a coffee and yeah, wine. And, uh, uh, yeah. So I, I guess more like a, almost more like a bar than just a strict coffee shop. Right. Right. But I, yeah. And I love the, the idea of that, the kind of setup of like that you can also, like you can get stuff in the, um, they were like selling stuff that they like, I don't know, like drinking vessels right. that they had, they were featuring in the cafe, um, uh, selling that in the, um, uh, in the shop and then they were also talking about like a line of teas and right. and I think a couple of other things and I thought that's a, yeah I was like that's a cool idea you can really yeah. tell that uh, Nora herself is a small business owner right well and they kind of I don't know that they have a coffee shop I mean, they they have turned the page um her mm-hmm. husband owns exactly. it yeah but uh, they do sell like um local crafts and stuff there and they have yeah local artisans that make special teas and like scented candles and stuff like that that you can get there and don't they also sell um like the dallas coffee yeah 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 there as well yeah i remember seeing that and i i um i haven't spent an awful lot of time on the site but i um i think i followed them on facebook or instagram one of those and around christmas time they had loads of like obviously you know, sort of crafty, handcrafted um, uh, Christmas ornaments. Mm-hmm. And they were just so adorable. Yeah. It was really cute. Yeah. So, yeah, she does have a lot of um, a lot of knowledge in that area as well, you know. And you can yeah. always tell she, you know, because Nora's husband is, um, 
is a handyman, a, a contractor. You know, there's a ton, there's always a ton of like home improvement stuff that's being yeah. done and because that's what she's familiar with. And that's so. Yeah. But anyway, so uh, Morgan's mother and her grandmother kind of want her to also be a, a part of their business and run this cafe bar, you know, thing that they've started opening that did just opened. But she's like, I don't want that. I want my own thing. And so she gets a job at the local like resort, ski resort or whatever, and in their hotel bar. And she's going to be manager fancy of bar. the bar. Yeah, really <laughs> fancy bar. Yeah. It yeah. sounded like a really high end yeah. resort. Well, they said that there yeah. was the fancy bar and the like more low key bar. So right, right. She gets yeah. the fancy bar. Um, so and that and that resort is owned by a family, the Jameson family. They have several children, several you know uh, generations that are involved in that. And um, eventually, she starts to hook up with the. I think it's the oldest son, Miles. The oldest, yeah, yep. yeah. yeah. So, um, and hopefully, I, that's I not was, giving too much away for people. I was thinking because um, you know. It, it seems to be, at least in the Nora Robert books I've read, it seems to very much be a theme of like a grumpy man and an amiable woman. <laughs> yeah. And, and this one yeah. follows out to the theme. I know that in Death have flipped it, you know, Dallas yeah, is the right, right. one. And yeah. yeah. Every once in a while she flips it. Okay. Every once in a while. Yeah. Every right. once in a while. Like um, the first book I read was Tears of the Moon, and that's very much a grumpy woman and a. Yeah, right, you know, right. very well, that, uh, Oh, and Birthright. Birthright is also flipped, birthright, isn't it? Because she's also yes. very grumpy. Yeah. Um, uh, although the other one was Heaven and Earth with Heaven and Earth with Ripley and Mac. Okay, yeah, I haven't read Fair that one. one. Oh, that's a great series. You need to read that. Okay. The Three Sisters yes, is a trilogy. So, the, so far, the only series I've read, is, aside from the In Death ones, uh, is the. Um, the dra- I think it's called the Dragon Hearts re- trilogy, one of the latest ones. Oh, see, um, I haven't even read this one yet. I loved it. I thought okay. it was so yeah, good. That's a, that's a really good one. Um, okay. Uh, and then for the rest, they've only read her standalones. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I I made a, a note of a couple because you guys did that episode of like what other books do you recommend? Yeah. And yep. so that I have a I have a list of other ones, but I'll also write. So what was that heart? Oh, um, it's the Three Sisters Island trilogy. Oh, it's okay. um, what is it? Dance upon the air, heaven and earth, and face yeah. the fire. Oh, okay. yeah. I have to look that up. Yep, that one's really good. My yeah. my actually my one of my more recent favorites is um God, people stop talking to me. Um my is the um oh what is it? What's it called? The stars of the um shoot, I can't think of the name of it. Mithra? No, 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 that's an no. older one. No, the okay. one with the, the the mermaid and the um oh and yeah it's so yeah. good yeah gosh what, dang it what is that one it's they just uh, talked about that on um romancing the shelf oh did they okay i gotta yeah I've, I've gotta catch up with them yeah and that that's a good one too i mean there, if you're into fantasy which sounds like you are more into kind yeah. of the fantasy yeah that one's really yeah that's good. actually a good one too and um what is the other one that that came right after that? Came right after um, that? Sign oh, of Seven. Good. Sign of Seven's good. Okay. Circle that trilogy one? is that what you're talking? What circle trilogy? With the circle trilogy, yes. No, the circle trilogy is the one with the vampires, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, which is good too. I love that one. Um, um key trilogy. No. No. That one's good too. <laughs> <laughs> wow no it's gosh darn it I almost wanted to jump up and go grab one of the books and and okay but uh, yeah she's got a lot of um, fantasy style books that she you know book series yeah. her, her standalones are usually straight you know romantic suspense 
Yeah, yeah, which I also enjoy, obviously, because also I, I like the in depth. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, um, I think probably um, crime or detective type books, and then um, fantasy slash uh, futuristic is probably my mm-hmm. two main categories. But I also really love like comedy books, like the, for, for instance, the um, the Stephanie Plum books, that kind of mm-hmm. thing. I also really like silly, silly slapstick, yeah, comedy books. Yeah, the Guardians. Guardians, yeah, okay, yeah, Guardians, yeah, and Dark Witch is really good too. I happened to see that when I was in there. (laughs) I mean, it was okay. I wasn't too. Yeah, you didn't like it because you thought it was just kind of a rehash of the. It was it's very samey. The other ones where there wasn't anything that stood out to me in that. I liked I liked the characters. It was okay. That's that's the thing for me. I I like it's the difference in characters, not necessarily the story. Because yeah, she does she does retread her stories a lot. Yeah, yeah. No. I mean, we also see that um, there's various themes in this book that has been rehashed from other standalones that I've read, and also from like in death. There's various mm-hmm. things that she repeats, but I mean, like yeah. the one has like what three hundred plus books. Can't blame because yeah. oh, I mean, there's only so yeah. many yeah. themes you can think of. There's only there's only right. so many stories in the world, right? right. Exactly. <laughs> so so um, um, yeah, I I don't blame her, and it is. I mean, she is yeah. so that the the sunlight coming in with a rainbow. I know. So when you record with us early, this is pretty much what you get from me, like half the time. Yeah, it's how to feel her. It's just how it is. Um, so uh for this one so for for identity um what was it about this book that specifically that you wanted to like i gotta you know talk about this one so the the main reason why i contacted you was because i knew tara god i always i always mispronounce this is tara or dara tara tara Tara. So Tara, I know Tara doesn't really read the uh, Norris, and I knew that Jen was uh, taking a break. You've since come back, but at the time you were taking a break and you you weren't sure how long. Um, So I contacted uh, you guys to say, if you want to review this book, but nobody's around for Amy to do it with, I... You know, I'd, I'd, I'd love to do it. So that's kind okay. of my main. And it wasn't because I just thought this book was so great. Uh, although I did thoroughly enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. But it what that right. was that was my reason. No, oh, okay. So, um, I mean, what? So, Jim, what are the things that stood out for you with this one? Because we talked about it when we first read it, like that we both really, really yeah, loved it. Yeah, um, I really liked. Yeah, this just the story was really compelling this time. Right. Yeah. You know, yeah. I feel yeah. like the last few, her last few standalones have kind of gone back to like my favorite era of Nora, which is like early to mid nineties. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or even later. Um, like, or yeah. like, no, I'm thinking like late nineties, early two thousands. Like, yeah. Um, Birthright mm-hmm. and River's yeah. End and Carolina yeah. Moon. Birthright is my absolute all time favorite. Mine too. Yep, that's my I favorite. I can read run. that. I can read yep. that probably on repeat, and I'd be quite happy. Um, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, the last few like we love Nightwork too, which was the last one. Yeah, um, Nightwork was yes. really good. Yeah, so good. And Agreed. so yeah, it's just I feel like yeah, the just the her stories the last few have been very very reminiscent of that and i've really yeah. enjoyed you know and the um the characters she like the there's been a few that i'm just like and eh, these characters suck you know <laughs> but um the characters in this one were so good yeah and um you know i love the the mother and the grandmother and oh my god um, yes yeah. but i think she's so good at that multi-generational household oh, setup. Sure. Yeah. there's been a couple for of books sure. where she's it's just absolutely amazing and both in um the like the nash household to morgan's household and in the i keep on calling them sullivan but you just said a different name was it jameson, jameson? Jameson. Um, in the Jameson household is also a multi-generational household. And I just, I mean, okay, they're not all living in one household, but obviously they're very intertwined right, they're and close because they're in the, com- yeah. in the same company. Um, yeah. But and I, I love that. I just thought that was so, she writes that very, very well. 
Right. Yeah. And that oh, they all well. have their own uh, roles within this company, yeah. um, you know, based yeah. on what they're good at. And so, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. And I really like, I really like the sister. Nell. Is that, mm-hmm. that yes. No. Yeah. Yeah. I really I like Nell too. Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, and Bailey, I thought Bailey seemed oh God, cute yeah. and sweet. Yeah, yeah. Um, was it Opal? She seemed definitely a little bitchy. The, the, yeah. um, oh, yeah. the <laughs> oh my God. I was like, what is your problem, woman? What's your problem? <laughs> yeah. You have to have at least one of those. Yeah, yeah no, definitely. definitely. Um, yeah. And uh, and I also, because I've, I've never waitressed, uh, but I also loved like the explanation of like what bar backing is, what that all entails. Like I felt she right. really kind of went quite deep into like what the work all entailed. Yeah, she does really that, in, that in her that, books too. Yeah, that's that's one of the things Nora. that I like too. That's yeah. Nora. I mean, that's what she does. You know, yeah. she she digs into whatever profession her characters are in, right. and right. she really she really researches quite well, except yeah. about medical stuff. But we won't go there. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> um, it's so annoying. like oh like even in this one like they're talking she's constantly throwing out shock and i'm like okay yeah so she was probably like yeah she was confused and shock is a serious medical emergency i know yeah it's like yeah that that one pisses me off too uh, but like, I, I, they do that on TV as well, though, as well. And especially when it's a medical TV show, I'm like, dude, come on. <laughs> anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. Yeah. Right there with you. Um, yeah. And then <laughs> the other thing Nora does so well that I really liked in this book is, um, you know, a true to form with Nora, with her standalones or whatever. There's typically a dog in there somewhere. Yes. Oh, yes. Her so, pets are just fabulous. And I mean, I thought, uh, what is his name? Howl? Howl, Howl right? Howl. I yeah. thought yep. Howl just sounded, I mean, I just, I just finished reading the bit where um, he comes out. They were gardening together and he has to go in to like take a work call or something. He comes out and she's throwing the ball. Which the dog had right. like flat out refused to like chase the ball whenever he did it. <laughs> right. And she, he's doing it for her. And then he takes the ball, does it, and the dog just looks at him like, and I was just like, oh, yeah. that was just perfect. Because I yeah, know, I like, I, I have a cat who is stubborn as F. And uh, he uh, he's you looking at me now, like, you're talking fine. about me. Yes, no, I know. Sorry, <laughs> don't know why I did that. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's 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 a he's a stubborn fuck, is what he is. But he's very sweet. Um, right. But uh, but I was like, yeah, I, get, I totally get that. I hear you. I've got three stubborn pets. I I know right. how it is. Yeah, they're all they're all assholes. Just the fact that you know Miles was like, I I don't want a dog, and this dog just shows up in his backyard and just doesn't want to leave. And yeah. then, you know, he's like, no, I'm not having a dog. And then next thing you know, the dog's sleeping on his porch. And he's like, okay, fine. You can sleep on the porch, but that's it because I'm not having a dog. And the next thing you know, he's like sleeping in Indoors. front of the fire inside the house, <laughs> you know, <laughs> so great. Yeah. and that, and that the dad, the dad had just lost a dog and, you know, came over and saw that miles had a dog and the dad was like, oh, do you have a dog? And then he had it's to go out and play with him. And, you know, it's like, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, we all love the puppies. What fan? Hi. Yeah. yeah, we're talking about puppies. Um, he's so, sleeping and he just like popped his head up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, here comes Rock. Let me see if you can see him. There's a tail. Oh, yeah. No, there is a tail. Okay, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. We're talking about dogs, not cats. Are you are you having issues? Uh, yeah. yeah, so I, uh, oh, yeah, sorry. Oh, well, okay. <laughs> Thank God it's not but- a butthole. It's just a tail. It's just um, a tail. But yeah, so, no, he, know, I, think, I think Tara's cats have done that before. Too. Yeah. Oh, several he, times. Yeah. He, um, it's quite funny because I, I work from home like most days now. And all through the sort of first two years of the pandemic, 
he didn't come up um, at my uh, and stand on my desk at all. And then um, I went on holiday uh, for two weeks, uh, two years in. And I think he felt very, very uh, lonely when I and sort of was Aww. the first couple of days was very needy. And, um, and so he started jumping up and, um, uh, so first he was doing it constantly, but now he settled back down again. Um, but what he does is, uh, usually when I'm just working, unless it's like snack time or, or dinner time and he's like, hello, human feed me. Um, uh, but <laughs> otherwise he just leaves me be when I'm working. But when he sees me on a call, so on like a zoom call or whatever, and he's like, she's not typing, she's talking. So she has time to stroke me. Um, so that's what happened (laughs) I love it (laughs) (laughs) so um so yeah I mean I feel you know the other thing that really kind of I loved about this book was that so all of that stuff that we talked about earlier happens in like the first five chapters or so he comes in he is able to get with her right away then get to the house and then what we find out later end up happening was when he had go to wash up or whatever take a call he had gone to her computer and put a virus in there and that allowed him to get access to all of her accounts and stuff and but that all happens in the first five chapters so you think like okay well this book is going to have like what 20 chapters or whatever so how is it as it all that's play just it. it's done you know yeah yeah and it's it is a lot of her just dealing with the aftermath yeah but which, um, which I enjoyed because yeah, mm-hmm. that's unbelievable. But also him periodically mm-hmm. doing something else with yeah. her information, you know, yeah. getting another yeah. loan or another credit card or doing. Yeah. And that's something yeah. that I also thought was very well done. Um, so I'm a massive um, uh, criminal minds fan. Um, and oh. something that they regularly talk about on that show is sort of the, uh, the, I think they call it the devolution of a criminal. So, um, um, and I thought they, this book really showed that very well because he started off as this kind of very suave uh, con man. He could just, um, he could, you know, sort of talk his way into any woman's, um, life and, right. and and get away with it and he 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 he'd gotten away with with this several times i don't think they actually mentioned how often but it was in it the, in, years yeah so, exactly so it was yeah. it was a long running thing and um and he seemed very charming and then you see sort of every time they kind of revisit him in the story he's kind mm-hmm. of devolving every so ever well yeah. not ever so slightly yeah. just like you know a notch down and it's and then by the end he's just a complete basket case yeah. Right. Because he had he had really like set this up. He was going after Morgan. Like that's what in his yeah. mind. That's that's what yeah, he Morgan wanted. Yeah. yeah. Because because he missed his chance. Yeah, he missed she his chance. To, yeah. yeah. So he obsessed about it from that yeah. point on. You know. Yeah. And yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, you're right. That devolving of of the character. You know him like. Being at first being very devoted to his um, his looks and going to the gym and keeping his looks up or whatever, and then it's true, it, yeah, because he like gained like twenty pounds or ten pounds yeah. or whatever it was, yeah. and and he got that really bad scar, and yeah, he really he 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 went he went deep, yeah. yeah. So so you get to see all of that throughout the book. And also her, you know, I mean, waiting for the other shoe to drop every time something happened. Um, And uh, I think there was like one or two more women killed that they were sure was him. And so they had to come to her every once in a while and say like there was another one. And um, can you imagine how horrifying that must be, especially with that first one when he left her necklace at the scene? I mean, that, oh God. I mean, the the whole sort of trauma of, of losing your best friend or good friend and, and, and being, you know, having sort of your whole life taken away because of identity theft Mm-hmm. Um, but then like you know all that that i it was just horrifying it really was horrifying and that yeah. was like what her grandmother's necklace her grandmother had given her that necklace and he, I think. okay yeah. and he had stolen it and he had then put it on one of his victims after yeah. her yeah and, and that With, you know, like, so- i think that uh, her her photo and his photo in that 
Right. Which is yeah. creepy as fuck. And, and, and psychologically, I mean, how do you, how do you, I mean, because they how recovered it, obviously, but yeah, how do you take that necklace then and like not have those, you know, I mean, he essentially, and that's part of it too, right? He essentially ruined that special thing of hers also for her. Yeah. 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 Fully. Ugh. And then her fear of what if he decides to go after my mom or my grandmother, you know, in that way and steal their identity or, or take money from them. And so that whole thing was, it, it did kind of keep you on the edge of your seat. I mean, this is a book that in, at, when you think about it, it didn't, doesn't seem like it would be that way when you think of the concept of it, but it really was something that just really kept you, you know. Yeah. Fully agree. And mm-hmm. I remember there was also a bit in it where um, it goes back to uh, Gavin and he is talking about that uh, Morgan has closed all her social media accounts or, or I don't know, like if she's completely shut them down or or made them like not publicly available. I can't remember exactly. But her right. mother did have one um, right. and was very actively posting. And so that was also like another moment where I was just like, oh, crap. Right. Um, and, it, yeah, there was just several of these moments whenever you kind of revisit him or you'd hear more of, like, his story through, like, the cops coming, the feds coming to visit her. Mm-hmm. I was just, like, I just felt my heart sank, sink every single time. So, yeah, yeah. I, I agree. It was definitely, it kept you on the edge of your seat, that one. Yeah, yeah. And it's it did it did seem to me too like I don't know maybe it was just me but um, there was a little less of the romance like yeah aspect of it. That's I feel like that's just her mo lately. She's not. uh, It doesn't get as romancy. Not that you didn't feel a connection between them or you know anything like that. It's just a little less of that. Yeah, it felt much more um, because I think like the older. Nora's the the um, the romance was much more sort of fairy tale and outsized, and now yeah. it's much more everyday. Right. right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's yeah. a good point. Yeah, I like yeah, that. More realistic. Yeah. In that yeah. Yeah. Case. Sure. yeah. Yeah. And, um, and I feel like one of the things she really. Started, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, I was just gonna say. I feel like too when she first started writing like romantic suspense as opposed to just straight romance, I feel like it was almost like she was trying to bridge that. Yeah, that could gotten, be. Yeah, it's, it's gone less and less. Mm-hmm. Yeah, over the years. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. her trilogies are still well, other than a few of them, but for the most part, her trilogies are still very much like super romantic. But <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the standalones not so much. And yeah. I like that. I like that she's. I like that she's so. You know. I don't know what the word is. Like she's, she's able to versatile. I feel right, versatile. Right. That's the yeah. word. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel like she's, I know that like, um, regularly in the reviews and I don't know if you guys have like checked out the, the reviews for these, for this oh, one at all. I have, I, I have a yeah, review that we're yeah, going to talk about. Last night. She's like, I have one we need to talk about tomorrow. Okay, cool. Cool. Because I, I like in other books, like, uh, and also the in-depth books, like various times people sort of complain about how, how she's, change and like whenever a book like takes a slightly different uh format like that one uh, was it abandoned where it was the killer was oh, uh, yeah. abandoned by his mom by the, yeah, the yeah, yeah, church yeah. or something like that and it kind of kept on switching back and forth between mm. um uh sort of his 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 like him and his mom and then his mom later because she got she had like yeah. amnesia and was found by a doctor or something like that yeah um, yep. and people hated that setup but i kind of like that she tries something new every once in a while yeah. it might yeah, not sure. always lead out to my favorite story but i like that versatility and that i mean the woman is like 70 plus i respect that she's still developing her craft i mean that's impressive yeah, yeah. Because she she could totally surf and just coast on yeah. just straight yeah, she's romance. Yeah. And- so yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. But one thing that um that really bugged me in this book, and I don't know if it's a small town thing or if it's a uh, maybe it's even an American thing. I don't know. 
but um, throughout the book, the uh, the cop, uh, I don't know if he was a sheriff or police chief or whatever it was. Yeah, he, right. yeah. he yeah. would, whenever he found out something new from the feds, he would go to Miles and not mm. to Morgan. And I was like, how fucking annoying is that? I would have kicked his ass. <laughs> and with your accent that was like the most perfect delivery like i would have kicked his ass <laughs> yeah, i love it and it's also i don't yeah. know if it's a small town it it seems it, like it's it, a it's like a southern small town thing i would think but i don't necessarily I don't even know that it's that um yeah but Maybe um it's just Nora. Yeah. No, I don't think because so. um so this it's a badge bunny. She's got a thing for cops. Right. Um but <laughs> so um it's uh so I this is kind of a different situation, but it, it kind of you know, it's kind of the same. Um there's a guy that I follow on on TikTok who is uh married and his wife got um a breast cancer diagnosis. Mm-hmm. And he said he went into his to the um consultation with a doctor with his wife you know and um his wife was like i just want a mastectomy like you know i don't even want to deal with it i just want a mastectomy just you know um because she'd already had several tests and they were like wanting more tests and she was like no just give me a mastectomy and he said the entire time the doctor talked to him not to her and 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 as far as the mastectomy is concerned he I guess she went into one of the appointments by herself and he was like, I'm not going to make any decisions until I also talk to your husband. So it's, it's, it's a thing. Maybe it's an American thing or I don't know. Mother of God, I would have lost my shit and I would have changed doctors so fast. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, you know, yeah, I agree. But um, I don't know. I I don't know if it's a, that 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 is maybe I don't I wouldn't say that it's only an American thing, but I I know that that would never happen here, where oh, I yeah. live or in other European countries. Um, mm-hmm. We we definitely the um, you guys are a lot more woke than we are. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah, and also in a good yeah, way, and, and I think also we. Um, we were, we were uh, too, I mean, it's not perfect here by a long shot. I mean, nowhere is perfect. But right. medically, they do respo- respect bodily autonomy, which mm-hmm. I very much get the sense they don't necessarily in America, um, and especially towards women. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, oh, yeah, and no, men can do whatever the fuck they want. Exactly, it's all, yeah. It's just women. Yeah, and um, um, and I think I and I don't know if like this whole cop thing is like an offshoot of that, or if it's like a whole separate yeah. thing and it's just Nora and it doesn't really happen in the real world. But I would be like, if 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 that happened to me, and it would I think it would be different if you were like married and he like went and got like his his buddy, your husband, and then went to you together and get and gave right. you the news together. Sure. That'd be a whole sure. different yeah. thing. But he went to yeah. him first, told the whole fucking story, and then went to her. I was like, no, that's mm-hmm. not cool. But anyway, sorry. Yeah, I mean, it could be just <laughs> that they were friends, and he knew that Miles was kind of looking out for Morgan, and so, yeah. you know. The very first time he did it, though, he didn't know. Oh, that's true. Okay. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Just- Misogyny. <laughs> yeah. That's that's yeah that's so america yeah um so yeah what else can we say about this but i mean the the other thing that i really liked was and she does this often with her books is is kind of the slow way that you know they kind of meld their lives together morgan and and miles Mm -hmm. you know like they decide to have this cookout and him thinking like you know First of all, he didn't want to have the cookout or, you know, and yeah. she was like making it into a bigger thing. And he was like, I don't want, know if I want to that. But then when she did it, he was like, oh, like, 
look how nice this is. She's like set up the whole table and, you know, matching yeah. dishes and, yeah, you know, and it, that's actually nice. And oh, this that's isn't so bad to have somebody. Multiple books, Fiesta Wear, which I still have no idea what that is. <laughs> but Fiesta Wear was like a whole thing. Fiesta Wear, yeah. Yeah, it's true. Um, and uh, so, yeah, that those are all things that I really appreciated in the book, you know. Yeah, um, for sure. And I also really loved the conversation. There was several conversations between Morgan and her mother because, mm. you know, they did had like a different, difficult relationship and she's like right. really kind of didn't respect her mother and thought she was weak. And, <sighs> and, and, and I just, I really appreciated how, how Nora, um, you know, featured that because yeah. it's, I think for so many, and I think especially maybe for daughters, it mm. um, you you really like in your teenage years, you're craving for independence. So you really yep. kind of push. Right. You tend to we tend to push against our mothers, and um, uh, and also I think any child child often sees their parents differently as children than they do as grownups. And yeah. I really appreciated That's how good. the both of them kind of handled that kind of changed now that they live together again as grown-ups right yeah yep no i totally agree i yeah. love that yeah so and, and a lot of it was about morgan just trying to get her independence and having to yeah. do that now being so close to her mom and her grandma yeah you know and that's you know and that's just her personality too right she was very driven and wanted and just wanted to be Wanted to make it on her own. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. She's definitely a very proud, proud and independent woman. But I think, yeah. and, and maybe part of it is, is showing Morgan that, yeah, you can be independent, but also be part of that family unit, you know? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. And, you know, yeah. that's what the Jamesons were. They were all very independent, but still part of that family unit who came together to run the, yep. the resort and the other businesses or yep. whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, the whole book was just really, really, really well done, yeah, I thought. Yeah, fully agree. Absolutely. But Thoroughly enjoyed there, this one. But there are sort yeah. of some people out there that don't think it was very well done. <laughs> and so, Oh, God, here it comes. Yeah, so I did, I, you know, I just happened to come across this, this review. I wasn't even looking for really, but here it is. And, and of course, it's a dude. Oh, of course. And it just, it made me so angry. I just had to, since we're talking yeah, no, about bring it on. this book. Bring it on. This Let's trash him. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Bob. Uh, oh, gave, fucking Bob. He even fuck his name. Fuck you, Bob. Hey, Bob. Yeah, fuck, fuck you, Bob. Bob. You haven't even heard what he said. Like, trust me. It's bad. Yeah, but no, so, we're, we're, we're right there. So fuck you, Bob. Yeah, Bob has given this a one star. Oh, and this course. is what he says. Looking for a suspense in, in quote, quotation marks, suspense and thriller, also in quotation marks. Looking for a suspense thriller with the most single dimensional characters in the history of character development. This one's for you. Every character is smart, business savvy, but generous, kind, understanding, witty. And the two hetero leads are super attractive, of course. A kid's picture book has more complicated characters, by the way. Uh, one, and only one, exception is the very bad man. He's just awful. Every few chapters, there will be nastiness. Yucky. But then it's back to the perfect, cliched Vermont village with every citizen just the peachiest. Everyone gets along, and there are no problems. Now, is this just a guy thing, or is it just me? I think it's just you, Bob. I think um, it's just you, Bob. I mean, so much information about how to do an easy bathroom design or quirky but brilliant garden ornament. So amazing. Honestly, our heroine is the absolute best at everything. Creative design, creative bartending, people skills, you name it. Except, oh, the hilarity, her cooking. But she'll surprise herself with something she's made, and it's just awesome. 
I swear this plot is so thin without the discussions about drapery patterns and powder room makeovers and cocktail or cake recipes and the gushing, delightful praise from all the friendly and flawless folks who populate Westbridge. The story could be accomplished in four pages. Suspense is completely suspended in lieu of learning about the clever coffee ice cubes in cold cappuccinos and everyone reacting to with the classic, why didn't I think of that? Really, Morgan is just so amazing. Everything is just amazing and awesome. Except the bad guy. He's awful. I'm almost at the end and I'm going to make it, I think, but I'm very concerned. Not about Morgan's fate. I'm sure she'll be fine. But that is where, but that there is a wedding which will be described in excruciating detail, and it's going to be super amazing. The flowers, the dresses, the perfect rings. Oh, mercy, I'm going oh to cry God. or throw up. Maybe the bad guy will spoil the wedding. I really hope so. But I do have to say the narrator in this audio production is masterful in her ability to voice each character. Seriously excellent. Six stars for her. One for this thriller. <laughs> fuck you, Bob. Fuck you, Bob. And the I mean, horse you, you rode in on. Right? And the horse you rode in on. Yes, exactly. I. You know what, Bob? This wow. book is not for you. No. You know, yeah. I don't understand people that read books that are not for them. Yeah. And then, like, trash them this way. I just don't understand it. I don't get it. Uh, yeah. It's... It's I mean, if you could have gotten through the first six chapters and have known that this is not for him. Right, right. Yeah. Why and then stop reading it and not yeah. given a review. Yeah. Right. You know. Douche. Yeah, that's, that review was very douchey, I must say. Yeah. Yeah. Fuck you, Bob. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, and Bob. I, I so there's your episode title. Fuck you, Bob. Fuck you, Bob. Yeah. There you go. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But the good thing is, uh, all of these other, um, all of these other reviews here are good reviews. Well, yeah, because really? it was a good oh, great. Or most of them are anyway. You know, there's Catherine who says that it's childishly written, no subtlety whatsoever. Why doesn't oh she God. retire gracefully? Like, shut the fuck up, Oh, Catherine. my God. Screw you. Screw Age you, much? Catherine. Yeah, right? Screw you, Catherine. Screw you, Catherine. Screw you, Bob. <laughs> Bob and Catherine sound like they'd make they'd be, make a good match. Yeah, maybe they should yeah. get together. They should yeah. get together. And, and maybe start writing something that they actually both enjoy. Right? Yeah. Yeah, I can't wait to hear And then we can go on Goodreads and trash them. And say, hey, Bob. <laughs> Your book sucks. Yeah. And yeah. shut up, Catherine. You sound childish. <laughs> so is there anything else that we have about this book that we could talk about? That um, I don't know. I think we've covered it pretty well. Yeah. Okay. Just kind of, I made some notes. My okay. very first note was love this one. Well, yeah. Because well, yeah. you have taste, <laughs> unlike Bob. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I, 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 there's nothing, nothing else that I can think of. It was, I mean, I just thought it was very classic Nora. Very much yeah. so. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. And it was just a solid, a solid book. Yeah. That was my first thought when I finished it. I was like, this is very much like old school. Mm-hmm my favorite era of Nora. And like we yeah. said, so. you know, nobody writes family to not dynamics better than Nora. No, nobody yeah. writes a lot of stuff better than Nora. Like nobody writes pets better than Nora. We yeah. talked about that. And, and just general dialogue. I, mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think yeah. her dialogue is very, very well written. Right. And, yeah. um, and yeah, it's, it's uh, this, this was just a, uh, uh, another, uh, just a, a solid book with all the stuff that she does really well and then a couple of extras mm -hmm. yeah. that I don't think she has done before, like that devolution of of right. of uh, of the um the 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 killer. The guy. Mm -hmm. Um yeah. and um the bad guy who's just awful. Mm, yeah, he's really trash. <laughs> 
job, Bob. Uh, uh, <laughs> um, and and but yeah, it was it was just a really solid book. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, so definitely. So if you listen to us and you you know don't usually pick up Nora's you know and a lot of people don't there a lot of people there are automatic reads for yeah. them and a lot of people yeah. they wait or you know um, if you haven't picked this one up yeah we definitely recommend it because it was just a really 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 good book yeah 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 very very good we loved it yeah yeah agreed so okay um I guess that's it I mean that's yeah. it for Michelle um. Yep. And we right. really appreciate well, you being on the show. I'm, you know, yeah, yes. thanks, thanks for having for me again. Coming. Yeah. And yeah. we, yeah. we always say that all of our, you, Jen, this time. Yeah. Sorry. No, that's fine. I was going to say that, you know, we always say to all of our listeners, like, come to us whenever you want to talk about something. Anything yeah. that, an aura book or an uh, in depth book, just send us a, an email and say, like, hey, I want to talk about this, you know? Yeah. And generally we no. will accommodate people and have them on and cause it's really fun yeah. to talk to all of you, you know, yeah, have a yeah. different perspective on things. Yeah. yeah. I love yeah. our, I love our little community. It's so fun. We do. And I, 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 I just, I get so much enjoyment out of the whole hot dog thing on Facebook. <laughs> so silly. I don't even like hot dogs, but it's just so hysterical. Yeah, it's, it's just funny, right? Yeah, it, it really is. is. It's hysterical. And, um, uh, and I just, I, I I agree. It's a great little community. Um, the, you know, the podcast itself is really enjoyable. The three of you together are brilliant. So yeah, I absolutely love it. So, um, so yeah, Yeah. thanks for a lot of great episodes. Uh, You're welcome. Thank you. Um, I'm really sad that Tara couldn't be here, but you know, I mean, she enjoys listening to the episodes that she's not on, you know, so (laughs) she'll listen. Me too. I do cool. too. I listen to our episodes yeah. all the time. Do, how, how do you find like listening to your own voice? Because when I listened to my previous episode, I was like, oh, God, squeak you know, central. I think after a, a while you get used, used to it. To. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the it first couple episodes, to, but, yeah, it yeah. was it was cringy for me. Yeah. yeah. Same. Uh, but but then, then, yeah, after that, I was like, yeah, yep. Yeah, it's, it's my voice. It. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. You know, all right. So. Okay. Um, hey, well, thanks for having me on. Well, thanks yeah, for coming on. Thanks for sending Thank us an email coming. and you know, wanting to talk, you know. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. Okay. So, um, so yeah, that was really fun. She is really, yeah. she's really great. She's great. Yeah. yeah. Very sweet. She is very sweet. And I love her um, accent. I love any. I love British accents. I yeah. just do. Yeah. <laughs> and and again, like I said, if any of you out there that are, are you know, there's a topic that you want to talk about, or you know, um, there's Lily. Um, yeah. Just you know. let us know. Just send us an email at, at and uh, well, and we'll figure it out. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I know, my pets um, are going crazy too. They're not. They they've been calmer lately but all of a sudden like they're not used to me recording during the day yeah so they're like over here like what is going on right yeah <laughs> let's go out and play what's going on so, so we won't do any podcast business we we have some but we'll wait until next time um because i also okay. have to kind of start to get going um uh yeah like, no you gotta so so um for all of you out there that um that aren't on our facebook I just want to um, say that um, we, we got a, a, several people that kind of mentioned um, because of my situation with Hoover and because of Jen's situation with her uh, breast cancer diagnosis and all the things she's going through, how can they help? Um, so we set up a GoFundMe um, that people can give to, to kind of help with Jen's bills and uh, my vet bills. And if you want to give to that, you're more than welcome. We'd appreciate it if you we do. We appreciate it so much. Um, so I'm going to put a link to that in the show notes for this episode. Um, other than that, since we're not going to do any podcast business, you know, I, I guess that's it. You know, get, yeah. just get a hold of us however you can on our social you know media or email or 
Uh, call the number 205-476-2753. And that spells out 205-4-ROARK. And uh, yeah, give us a call or, you know, if you want to be on the show, especially and let us know. Yep. Let so us know. Um, thanks again to Michelle. You were yes, great. Thank you, Michelle. And we really we appreciate you. you. And you're welcome to come back on at any time. Anytime. So, um, so yeah, I get, and you know what? Go out and buy Identity. If any of this interested you and you haven't bought it yet, go and buy it. It's a yeah, fantastic sure. book. It's a fantastic book. Yep. Yeah. So, um, I guess that's it for this episode of Podcast and Death. Yeah. So, um, for Podcast and Death, this is AJ. And this is Jen. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Thank you for listening to Podcast in Death. If you enjoyed this podcast, please give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. We would greatly appreciate it. Podcast in Death is hosted by Amy Ryan, Jen Terpstra, and Tara Corkery, and is edited and produced by Amy Ryan. The opinions expressed on this show are for entertainment purposes only and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the in-death fandom at large. Podcast in-death is not in any way affiliated with Nora Roberts, Berkeley, Penguin Publishing Group, or St. Martin's Press. Our theme song is Justice Never Sleeps by Cosmo and is available on Shutterstock.com. This episode and all of our previous episodes are available at podcastindeath.com. Have something to say? You can email us at show at podcastindeath.com or find us on social media by searching for Podcast and Death on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Also, you can call us and leave a message at 205-476-2753. That spells out 205-4-ROARK. Thanks again for listening. And in the immortal words of Brian Kelly, fucking slouch it to you.